Welcome to the Trag Quest podcast, Riley Savage. You, you don't have some big intro music or anything, or like a no. A <laughs> I mean, maybe if I edit it in, it'll be playing in the background. But all right, all right. We also don't have James to babysit us, so we'll see how oh. this goes. Well, so we can do whatever we want then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I don't think I've been on a podcast in a long time. Been slacking, busy. So, but I did want to get on here and. Let everybody know what we got planned and what's coming down in a month, a month from today or yesterday. Yesterday. Well, we, it's a three day deal. So, hey, man, we got a month. Yeah, from tomorrow, yeah. a month, a month from now, we're going to be in Pendleton, Oregon at the Northwest Traditional Archers Expo. Heck yeah, we are. We're putting on that is the Traditional Archers of Oregon and along with the Idaho Traditional Bow Hunters and Compton's. That's correct. So, so yeah, um, want to let you guys know what's going on. Go over the schedule for those of you that are coming and have registered. We got a few things we want to make sure you bring. And for those of you that haven't, we want to go over some dates and make sure you get on there and register. Or you might not be in dinner with us Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So, um, Let's let's just start uh, where it's at and uh, how this came about, Riley. Let's let's talk yeah. about it a little bit. Well, because it's because it's uh, make make sure to bring up. It's a big year for TAO. Yeah, yeah. So this is the the 40th anniversary of the founding of the traditional traditional archers of Oregon. So we wanted to do a, kind of do something a little bit special. And, you know, we have a banquet every year and we decided to uh, kind of team up with our sister states um, and maybe some other groups to see if they wanted to do something a little bigger. And uh, so we teamed up with, like you said, the Compton Traditional Bow Hunters and the Idaho Traditional Bow Hunters to uh, kind of bring back the uh, Traditional Archers Expo, which used to be held in Ontario, Oregon, years past. And this one, though, I don't think I'm underselling it or overselling it when I say this might be the biggest thing that's happened to traditional archery since Saxton Pope Mac Ishii about a hundred years ago. <laughs> Definitely not overselling it. That's for sure. Uh, it, it is a big deal though. I feel like, I mean, obviously we're part of this, but uh, I went to that expo in Ontario when I was early twenties and I mean, I was like a poor kid, just bought my first house, and yep. I was going to save – little story time in the middle here. I was going to save money and not get a hotel. And it's about – Ontario is about a seven-hour drive from where I was living at the time. Yep. And so I got up super early, drove all the way over there, and, man, it was it was heaven for me. You know, yeah. I've got this – all the boyers were there. I watched like a wood arrow seminar and – and uh yeah. who was that bob bob burton was that whispering wind arrows yep, yep. yep. That's and right. uh i bought some arrows <laughs> and i and i bought all kinds of other stuff um and and yeah. so i get out of there late that day driving home i'm really tired going down a hill out of ontario you know there's nobody on the road anywhere but i'm going a little fast and a <laughs> damn stater pulls me over and gives me a ticket and so all that money I could have spent on a hotel and relaxed for the weekend. I had to pay. Uh, don't get me started. Anyway. Hey, you got a good night's sleep when you got home, though, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> not to sidetrack with a story, but it it was a it was pretty cool. And I don't remember how many years they had it. That was the only time I went. I think I think uh, it was put on by TJ and Larry yep. Fisher and and yep. the guys from Idaho a lot, and and they tried to revive it. I know in Hood River, and then that one didn't work out. So. Uh, we don't have the big expos out here like they do back east, so right. this is big deal for us. So exactly, and I, yeah. Oh, for sure. And I mean, we're hoping to grow this. You know, I I know it's the 40th anniversary of TAO, so we want to do something special. But it's not a one-time thing. Like if this one, I, I don't want to say if this one hits, we're going to do it again. But like <laughs> if it if it almost hits, we'll, we'll do it again because it, it'll grow. You know, like yeah. you can't hit a home run yeah. on the first at bat. You know, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we just I mean if if we uh you know completely flounder and fail then hey we might not have one next year but but it's we're looking good though. We're looking good. Yeah, like, it's going to yeah, be fun. It's going to yeah, be really awesome. When, when, when I get talking to you on the phone, you know, outside of podcasts, like I get super excited about it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the way you uh, you explain it, but you get me going, man. <laughs> like I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, we can't oversell it for sure. Right. Uh so it it will be good. Um and, you know, the room to grow, we are having it at the Pendleton Rodeo Grounds. And so for those of you that aren't from the Northwest, the Pendleton Roundup's a big deal. That's where they have it every year. Um, so there is a lot of room, a lot of room there. And we rented the whole thing out pretty much for the weekend, which was expensive. So thank you to Compton and Idaho Traditional Bow Hunters. <laughs> and hopefully uh, Riley and I don't get fired from our volunteer positions at TAO and we make some of this money back. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. Well, and, I mean, it actually, I mean, I hate to admit it, but I have not been to the rodeo before, even though I'm a lifelong Oregonian. Yeah. It's um, in the middle of elk season. That's why I haven't been either. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess Since September. that's a decent excuse. Yeah. But, um, you know, so, uh, we've got had a few uh, members be out there or, visited the place and uh recently they've been going there and checking it out and saying you know what man i mean there's just kind of a vibe there like a historical like outdoor yeah. western vibe that this is going to be good you know for for what yeah. we've got going on it's going to be a good mesh and be really cool you know especially if we can continue to use the facility and grow it year after year like it's it's a it's just a good good pairing is what i'm yeah at it. yep yeah. and we're gonna dabble a little bit this year in shooting we're gonna have we're going to have a place that we can have a couple targets set up. So obviously the vendors and boyers that are there, if you want to shoot their bows, you'll be able to do so. Um, that's one thing we've struggled with at our banquets in the past is, is not having shooting. And then, I mean, you know, most people want to shoot something before they buy it. And yep. uh, so that'll be nice. And I know you're trying to do even more on that end and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, I mean, again, we got the whole rodeo arena, so we might as well utilize the the center where they ride the bulls and you know <laughs> uh, horses and stuff. We so we've got the whole dirt infield. We might as well shoot some bows in there. Yeah, I mean, granted, it will be February in Eastern Oregon, which isn't the best weather in the world. But hey, man, today in Eastern Oregon, it was sunny and fifty something crazy. Yeah. Last week exactly. at this time, it was one. <laughs> <laughs> So you never know what kind of weather we'll get. Uh, That's right. So yeah, ho hopefully the weather turns out and we, uh, we're bringing a few targets. So maybe we'll put something together there, but let's go over the schedule, like the schedule of events. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah. 
So oh, let's I, go I over the dates. <laughs> dates for everybody listening. Um, it's February 23rd to the 25th. And then R- Riley has the weekend schedule in front of him, so he can go over all that. Yeah. So, I mean, technically the doors open around nine, but that's just for helpers to kind of get things set up. But the real, the real event for when, you know, uh, participants can show up is around noon to one o'clock when the vendors will have everything set up and, and you can go in and check out what the, the vendors got going on. And we've got, I mean, I've been contacted by about 35 vendors so far uh, that are interested in going and not, not to mention there's more on top of that that we have contacted that are kind of question marks, but I'm saying 35 people have told or 35 companies have told me that, Hey, we want to be there. What do we need to do to show up? Yeah. So it's going to be a big deal. If assuming everyone shows up and we have good weather. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah, we, though, we'll be, we are expecting a little bit of weather that time of year. So um, hopefully if the weather is good and everybody shows up, we make room for all of them. We'll see. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it'll, That's no, right. it'll be good. There's plenty of room the, the vendor area is going to be in the letter buck room, which is the, Basically, it's a big, long bar, um, and then we got a little banquet room next to it. Sounds like we can kind of flow everything, and it should should turn out pretty good. Like I said, Riley and I um, weren't the ones that went over and scouted it out. Luckily, Jim and Janet um, have been over there. Well, Jim Janet went over there once. I think Jim's gone back, and they're only a few hours away, so they're they're checking it all out for us. So and they're, they're doing a final scope out. Actually, on Friday. So what's today? Wednesday. So they're going in two days. Okay, perfect. So, so all right. Friday, it's going to open up one o'clock. Yep. Ish. One yep. o'clock. Uh, yep. People are welcome to come in. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, you said it's uh, the vendors will be in a, in the letter buck room, which is a bar, and we will have a bartender there that will be open at one o'clock. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Five o'clock right, somewhere. Uh, yeah, and then we've got. Um, uh, the first seminar is Friday at 4.30, which is Chris Jasmine talking about desert mule deer hunting. Yep. And he's from Nevada. He's also on the board of Compton. And he has done plenty of desert mule deer hunting in Oregon, taking our deer from us, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Chris is great. Um, yeah, he's, he's board of Compton. He helps me out a ton on the hunt committee. And he's been over speaking at meetings in Utah for us. And he's a desert rat and he comes, comes to our country and cleans house. I mean, I go yeah. down there and these guys, you know, we've hunted there forever, get one every once in a while. And those boys show up and clean house every time, almost every time. <laughs> him and Tom. So I thought that'd be great to get Chris up there to, you know, give it a few of his secrets. So that's it. Four thirty. Four thirty. Yep. On Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and then, I mean, Technically, I guess the doors close at six, but we've got a food truck there. Like I said, the bartender will be there. Uh, so I'm not leaving at six. I'm going to stay there till. Well, yeah, Friday, <laughs> Friday after the vendors, the vendor part shuts down. We're going to have just a little uh, open bar in the the Roy, the banquet room, basically. Yeah, a little yeah. mixer, whatever they call it. Right. That's what we went to that That's wildlife right. society right. thing last year. That's what it was, a mixer. Yeah, a mixer. Yeah. We're, and we will be uh, We'll have a, a silent auction set up there, but that will go um, not only Friday, but throughout uh, Saturday as well. Yeah. Yep. But we're hoping to get everybody kind of lubed up Friday night to spend, <laughs> spend all your money on the silent <laughs> <That's> auction. <right. laughs> so, yeah, that'll be Friday. 
then yeah, Saturday is yeah, Saturday and I'm just saying, as day. far as the silent auction, we've got some good stuff lined up already, and we've got even more coming in. And it's not just a silent auction; we got a raffle going as well. So, yeah, uh, we'll have plenty of plenty of prizes. Uh, if you just show up, you'll heck, you'll get in the drawing for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday, though, um, again, and we'll have, like I said, we have a food truck out front, so we, we got, got breakfast burritos, we got eggs, we got coffee, we got what you need in the morning. Uh, doors open at nine. Um, vendors can come in a little bit early to get their stuff ready. Uh, the first seminar is Trent Wingert. Is that correct? Yep. Um, with public land elk hunting, and that is. Do you have the time in front of you there? I right don't. Here? That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> I for me to operate one uh, electronic item at a time is something I'm trying to do two at once. I just can't do it. That's what I tried to pull it up, but. Yep, I'm doing the same. So I um, probably should have been a little bit more prepared before we well, started. Well, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so prepared is not. How uh, I mean, it's roughly ten in the morning is when the it's ten yeah. or ten thirty. I forget which one it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's Trent doing his uh, public land elk hunting, and heck, he makes a decent bow too. If you want to come see, <laughs> yeah, if you want to come talk to him about hopefully he'll bring a few bows. We we've really guilted him into doing that, so we'll we'll, well see. I how mean, that goes. I've got one sitting right next to me. I'll bring it to show off for him. If yeah, you, maybe if you he want. can <laughs> shoot one of Trent's bows at you. Yeah, yeah. So hard, hard to get. He's a popular guy, and he's a heck of an elk hunter. I, that is very true. Yes, yeah. that's very true. Excuse me, one second. <laughs> Sorry, you can edit that out when I. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> love to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, uh, so then, uh, eleven o'clock. Um, Joel Turner is going to talk to us about uh, calling elk. So Saturday's like elk day, is what it is. Yep. Yep. And Joel has got uh instinctive elk calling kind of teach you what he does when he's uh you know out in the woods and bringing elk in and i mean if you have to follow joel on any social media you'll see <laughs> especially in september he's posting like every day and here's one elk here's the second elk here's another elk like he brings them in left and right and it, it depends on the time of season whether he's cow calling or whether he's bugling or what he's doing like they're coming in so he, he's a i don't know man I don't know about you, but I don't call in too many. And so I might want to pay attention to what, he, what he's doing because whatever I'm doing ain't working. <laughs> well, there you go. Instinctive elk calling seminar. Perfect. And yep. it's before the elk calling contest. That's right. So he can get us get us tuned up. Bring That's your right. bugles to the seminar. We can we can practice. Yeah. So eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock is, is Joel saying uh teaching you how to do the calling then you get a little lunch break so you can go practice and then after lunch show up at one and then we have an elk calling contest right there and winner gets joel will be one of the judges and yes. uh he said he'd help me with it since i have never seen or been in an elk calling contest and he's won them so he said he'd help us out <laughs> that's right <laughs> and uh yeah so one o'clock is an elk calling contest with joel uh so again bring your bugles or I don't know, whatever you guys use to call an elk, because maybe you got something I don't know about. <laughs> Bring it. Super secret bugle. Yeah, yeah. We'll put you behind a curtain if you don't want anyone to know your secrets. You know? <laughs> um, I, sorry, I'm still scrambling for the schedule here. 
because yeah. I, I feel like we got Trent's time wrong. Um, but anyway, uh, that's yeah. all right. Close enough. Close. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the morning. Trent's in the morning. Joel's in the afternoon. Uh, and finally, we've got um, uh, Jim Akinson doing stick bows and mule packing in the. I don't want to call it the evening, but the afternoon after it's about three o'clock. After the elk calling contest. After the elk yeah. calling contest. Yep. Yep. And, and Jim's I mean, been on the Jim's been on the podcast before a couple times. Um, and you guys go back and listen to him, but he spent most of his life in the wilderness packing with mules and mm-hmm. a lot of elk hunting. So and mule deer, but a lot of elk hunting. And he still gets after it. Every year he's packing in and he he does well. So um yeah, come come that afternoon if you're inter- interested at all in packing or looking into it. I know I've gotten into it the last couple of years and it's a whole nother art and it's super fun. So <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, Not I've, mules, I've, donkeys, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a couple pack trips in my life, but I've never uh been in control of the the livestock. I've you know hired somebody to take me in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it it's a different world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And a lot yeah, of, no. a lot of people are getting into it, you know, especially with the llamas and stuff, but I can tell you from knowing Jim for a while and mule and horse people aren't big llama fans. I can just tell you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was talking, I've been talking to him for, you know, years about it. And I talked to him about llamas a little bit here and there. And when I finally got, my donkey i called him you know i was like i'm doing it i got it and man he was he was just so happy like you could just his genuine happiness it was (laughs) it was it was awesome you know i think he was just mostly so happy i didn't get a llama like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. maybe i'll have to ask him but yeah he was pumped well yeah i mean heck even though you've talked to him one-on-one plenty, I'm sure you could learn something if you show up to the show. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I mean, he's the kind of guy, when you talk to him on the phone, I just, he almost needs to do a seminar to get it all out of him. You know, he's just, you know, a lot of these old guys, they, you wouldn't even know it, you know, talking to him, what they, the things they've right. done. And that's why I tried to get so many of them on our podcast is because these guys are so badass, you know? So, yeah, we're... <laughs> we're going to get it out of him because he's doing a seminar. So, you know, I've asked him before, you got a good story. Like he's got to have some good stories every day, man. He's doing it forever. I mean, there's always, I have gone, I've done it, dabbled in it for a couple of years. And I mean, maybe he's just got everything dialed, but it's a disaster. Every time ask Carson, he went with me this year. I'm sure. (laughs) I know he's got a few decent stories in him because I'm staring at his book on my bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not so much mule packing, but he, you know, he's, there's some stories in there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then after the mule packing, uh, we've got at four 30, we've got, uh, a no host bar before our dinner. Mm-hmm. So again, like I said, the bartender's there and it, it's not like he's going anywhere. He's going to be there Friday and Saturday. And I mean, Brian's I really excited about morning. having the bartender. Hey, there. Hey. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna just throw it out there. I bet I bet Riley has about uh, thirty beers that weekend. Maybe. No, 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 I got stuff to do that weekend. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just saying, it's not like he's gonna show up at four thirty when the no. Yeah, bar. well, it, okay. So, so let's 
let's give them the backstory. Let's give them the yeah. Let's give them the backstory though to how it works at our banquet usually. Okay. Okay. So usually, they'll they'll understand why you're excited about the beer because <laughs> usually at our banquet we get there, you know, we have a good day, we have a good sim, you know, blah blah blah, hang out with the buddies, and then it's like okay, dinner, and we have to like make up the dinner area, you know, tablecloths and choose the knee. You know, or it's usually Jeremy. He's kind of in charge. But we help. Riley, of course, the Presidente. So he's... And then it's like, then you got like this little window before dinner where you got to get your drinks. Because then at dinner, the speaker speaks and then the drinks shut down. Like, that's it. You just got yep. a little window to have a couple drinks. Well, Which, because... when you're hanging out with your pros, you might want to have more than a couple. It's like well, a race. Because, then, because it, I mean, typically it's a one-day thing and then you, you go home after that. So you don't want to yeah. have, you know... Yeah more than a couple right. of drinks anyway. Um, so that's why here, Riley's excited. No, but here it's a three-day <laughs> thing, man. Like, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm not coming off well on this. <laughs> no, it's great. It is great. I'm excited too, because like I said, you don't have to race for it. And uh, But, okay, so 4.30, you know, yeah. we're going to we're gonna wind down the, the, the vendors. vendors, and we're going to hang out, go over into the banquet room have drinks bs before dinner and at dinner we have fall forward fall forward flying down from alaska to talk to us at dinner he's gonna be our keynote speaker so yeah and again we've had paul on the podcast on this podcast several times and and um i mean yeah yeah Uh, he's he's legit i've heard of the dude he's a stud like, yeah yeah he's got a moose when he was 12 with the recurve that's all you need to know like, yeah yeah and he's well i mean yeah listen <laughs> to the podcast we had with him doll sheep and mountain yeah. goats and you know we went up to alaska a couple of years ago you, you've hunted alaska haven't you riley have I you have not. Nope, nope you have not um we just went up on the sissy little boat trip with homer ocean which was awesome by the way but i mean as far as alaska trips like that's you're hunting Kodiak, you know, but you're going back on a boat and it's, you're not going to get eaten that night by a bear and you sleep. And, you know, it's like he goes solo every year, you know, to Kodiak. He goes sheep hunt. I mean, and, and not just him, but all of those guys you meet in Alaska, they're just, we are such sissies compared to them down here. <laughs> every hunt they go on yeah. is an excursion where yeah. they're not, you know what I mean? They, they can't tow their you know, I'm right now. I'm you know building a house. I'm kind of living in my trailer, but I'm sitting in a 38 foot RV that you know, like that's what most right. people hunt out of. You know, like, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have that shit in Alaska. So those guys <laughs> are just they're just a different breed. And and you know, if you take some of those, what I what I thought when I was there was like, man, if I hunted the way these guys hunt in Alaska here, like back right. where we are, just you would you would crush it. Because, right. you, you know, you, we get comfortable and we, you know, we go back to camp, we hang out, you know what I mean? But yeah, they're, just, they're sleeping out, it's raining, it rains every goddamn day up there, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So it, it was, you know, I was kind of in charge of, well, I wasn't in charge, but kind of of the seminars and the stuff. And I, I always, in my mind, growing up being obsessed with bow hunting and everything about it i want to get the best bow hunter that i know of to come speak i don't care how popular right. they are i want the best guy 
you know, like the guy that. And, and, yep. Yeah. The beauty of Paul is he he wasn't doing it in 1964 because he wasn't born. Yeah, yet. and that's another theme. Hopefully, you guys can get out of this. Is we're trying to get, you know, these younger guys that are that are out there crushing it because we have a tendency, especially with what we do, to be you know looking at the good old days and act. Especially out west when we're getting crushed with pressure and and all the all the bow hunters, especially growing up elk hunting, and it's like, man, you you can fall into that. Well, I don't, you know, it's no good anymore. It's no good anymore. And and uh, we, you know, it's kind of why we want to get the younger younger generation here. Not that we don't, not that the old guys aren't completely badass because <laughs> they are. And that's like I said, I, I'm I'm not it any way slandering any of the old guys because you guys know i mean that's pretty much what our podcast was interviewing the the legends you know but but uh we gotta we gotta get these younger guys and get some hopefully we get a lot of younger guys to show up at our bank too right there's still plenty of opportunity out there and we're making more we're saving it and making more aren't we Riley? that's exactly what we're doing hey Mm -hmm. speaking of we mentioned uh, who's putting on the shoot, which is Compton Traditional Bow Hunters, Idaho Traditional Bow Hunters, and the Traditional Archers of Oregon. All of us are looking to uh, preserve hunting opportunity mm-hmm. uh, by by making instead of cutting seasons. Hey, how about we use traditional equipment instead? Yeah, and, and keep the seasons open. So yep. if that's uh, something you're interested in, you should maybe join these clubs. Yeah, for sure, and come support us February twenty third to twenty fifth. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. Um, but still, once once Paul's done, it's not over though, because uh, that's only Saturday night. Sunday we've mm-hmm. got more. You know, the vendors will still be there. Uh, again, breakfast if you want it, uh, coffee, all that good stuff. Now you uh, have to pay for that. We're not. It's not yeah, a complimentary yeah. breakfast. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, Becky's Becky's burger burgers Bagging. will be out there. Yep. They have breakfast. They do. They yep. And it's it's yeah a full line of breakfast whatever you want there, um, and then uh, we talked about Joel and his elk calling. Well, guess what? He knows how to shoot a bow too, and he can teach you how to shoot a bow and get over target panic or anything that you got working on. And he's doing his uh, Iron Mind class at ten o'clock Sunday morning. And I and I've been corrected by many people many times that it's okay. shot IQ now. So sorry, Joel, that we put the old name and. Oh, the thing, but it's shot IQ. Anyway, I don't know. But he's got the anyway. tattoo on his arm that says shot IQ. So that's probably right. But yeah, but I think it was... <laughs> anyway, you got uh, your heads all jacked up. Come there and help fix you. That's what we're going to do. That's right. Well, I knew it was shot IQ, but I thought, all right, sorry. I, th- I thought Iron Mind was just one of the courses of shot IQ. So, but yeah, I know I for sure. I could be completely wrong. I don't know, but I should. <laughs> anyway, his, his son wins. Lancaster and all sorts of stuff, and his son's like 15, 16. Yeah, he beat the grown men. Like he's I know, just like, exactly. Yeah, he won champion. the pros in Las Vegas and all that kind of stuff. So, hey, yeah. you can teach his kid. He can teach yeah. us. If you're struggling with your shooting, yeah, come and fix you up. That's for sure. Right. That's and, right. and I know I said this the, the Broken Arrow guys, but uh, what a great guy! I mean, he was one of the few people that heard this was happening and reached out to us through, you know, through fourth person, like four people later, but was like, what can I do to help kind of thing? Yep. Yep. And it's like, I mean, 
That's awesome. That's a heck of a nice guy. I haven't got to hang out with him much. He comes to the, we'll see him at some of our shoots, but he, him and James will hook up and they're off shooting, flinging arrows. And I'm always having a shoulder surgery. So I'm stuck in camp sitting there. So Uh, um, he'll come by my booth and buy about 12 clickers because he, like, oh, yeah. Get it. So so yeah, Sunday uh, morning at, is it 10 or so? Yep. 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 Um, That seminar and then, Go buy all the bows you were looking at that weekend, and then uh, we're shutting her down about one, so we can get back to work on Monday. Unfortunately, yeah, can't wait, can't wait to go back yep. to work. So yeah, it's going to be an awesome weekend. So with that, now we kind of gone through the whole schedule. Uh, important dates. What is the cutoff? So you you can register online at tradarcheryoregon.com. That's right. Um, the links in our social media. Um, and I started a Northwest trad archers expo page. Instagram, page. Um, Instagram page. Um, I don't do the Facebook. So Riley just posted some stuff on Facebook for it, but go to trad There's a, you don't even have to go to the calendar. Riley added a Northwest traditional archery expo right up there at the top. Yep. little tab and you click it and then you can register there. You can pay for, you can just pay for your entry to get in. Yep. Uh, if you want to do that, just, or yep. if you want to buy dinner and, um, and yep. there's been a little bit of confusion, not much, but a little bit. If you buy dinner, you don't have to buy an admission. So if, okay. if you buy dinner, it comes admissions free, but Saturday, if, if you don't just Saturday admission or is that no, like no, the whole week? Full weekend, okay, full week. weekend, so if full you week. show up for dinner, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Admissions, missions free. If you don't, if you're not going to make it, you know, you got to get home. You're not going to be there for dinner that night. You can get on yep. down. You can, you can buy your, buy some raffle tickets and register. Um, and obviously we'll be taking money at the door for entry to the expo. Now, yep. if you're going to get the dinner though, you have to register before. Uh, we'll call it Valentine's day, February 14th. Valentine's day. So, yep. This will back, probably back get put about out. ten days to get uh, yeah. to buy food. You know, you know how many how much yeah meat and stuff she's got to buy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got a couple weeks. By the time this is out, probably a week. So get on there and register if you want to come to the dinner because we can't we can't add John when you get to the event and you're like this is awesome right. because we got to know how much food to make. Yeah, we'll run out of food. <laughs> yeah, we'll run out of food. Yeah. So. so it, it, Dinner is thirty five bucks. Uh, if you don't want dinner, you just want to show up for the weekend. It's fifteen bucks. But I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I'd, I'd and, hang out and pay an extra twenty bucks and, and get it's food. not it's and and let it's not a extravagant banquet dinner. It's pretty yeah. simple food. Yeah, we're, 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 we're not having we're, filet mignon or anything. It's, yeah, it's a budget. It's you know, it's we got a lot of complaints. Just a little sidebar. We get a lot of complaints of our TAO banquets and the dinners costing too much. So we'll see how this goes. (laughs) It'll be good, but it's yeah, it's not gonna be be like no matter what. I mean, yeah, sheep show banquet, but that's how that's how traditional guys are. They're cheap. I can (laughs) I can already tell you from the people that have registered, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, we need more of you you to show up and make it even better. (laughs) Yep, yep, for sure. Um, and so that's kind of, we were a little late on getting it all together. It just takes time. 
oh, we tried before hunting season. We, you know, uh, we tried, you know, finally got it after. And you can all thank Riley because finally Riley just said, we're doing it and made the call. Real ballsy move. Real ballsy move. <laughs> well, yeah, because it wasn't the cheapest thing in the world to rent the entire rodeo grounds. Rich, but... Rich is going to be pissed when he finds out. But Well, luckily he doesn't listen to the podcast, <laughs> so he won't, he won't know that. <laughs> but for real, for real, you guys support, you know, if you can make it, come. If not, at least, you know, sign up. Those organizations are cheap to join every year, 25 bucks or something. And, uh, and all of them are trying to promote traditional archery. I mean, that's what the organizations are for. And they're actually putting their money and time there. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. And, um, of course, TAO has been doing it for 40 years. That's right. And, uh, I, and Comp- started I think, 1988 I think, Idaho. So they're getting, they're getting close. Yeah. Compton's I think is 25 years this yep. year. That's right. 25. So it's for 40 for us, 25 for Compton. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's going to be a big year. So yeah. yeah. Get, get on there and, and spend some money, support them and come hang out yeah. with us. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast. Hopefully well, it's not only going to be fun, but everyone, this is a fundraiser, even though we're, we spent way yeah. too much in the place, but we are trying to make money with this deal too. <laughs> yeah. At least to pay for itself. You know, like I said, we're not, yeah. we're not trying to make, make a bunch of money, but we're trying not to lose the money. We, what little money these small organizations have, you know, I mean, shoot Idaho, you know, there's a, there's a big step, especially for them, you know, to right. put that much money, but Janet has just been on it. So yeah. So don't forget your bugles. Register by February 14th. Um, come maybe run through a list of the vendors. And, and there's, this is always changing, you know, up a little bit here and there. Um, I don't know if you guys, any of you guys put a shoot together, but we get guys, yep, they're coming or they're not, nah, you know, like blah, 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 blah. So, yep. but the list we have so far. So far we got, I'm going in alphabetical order. Um, and 90 plus percent of these are confirmed, which is Addictive Archery, American Leathers, Archery Past, Asiatic Archery Workshop, Base Camp Archery, Bear Archery, maybe you've heard of them, uh, Compton <laughs> Traditional Bow Hunters, uh, Don Pritchett, Idaho Traditional Bow Hunters, Nancy Doran, Oregon Packworks, Works, uh, Pacific U Longbows, Painted Bow Ranch, Phoenix Massage, Professional Bow Hunters Society, Robertson Stick Bow. Roth Archery, Rustic Archer, Safari Tough, Selway Archery, Shadowbuck Territory, Spirit Longbows, Steve Campbell Music, Sherwood Shafts, Tall Tines Archery, Tom Morris Knives, Trad Al Bows, which is Al Kimry, if you don't know the name Trad Al, uh, Traditional Archers of Oregon, Traditional Bowhunter Magazine, Trad Quest, hopefully you've heard of them, uh, Wes Wallace Bows, The Old Ways Archery, Trent Wangert Bows, and War Eagle Bows. Uh, we're working on a few others too, um, don't want to spoil it or anything, but, uh, in case they don't show up, but yeah, yeah, we, we've got a few more in the works as well. It's going to be a packed house. Yeah. So show yeah. up, see their wares and, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, spend a buck or two on with them. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect time to get a new boat too. That's the nice thing about February. February is just a good time. Got all year to shoot, get tuned up. Well, um, I mean, and if you're in the market for a new boat, you show up. Up, they'll be well, how many I read there six yeah. bowyers at least 
Yeah. And you can test all you can test all of them right there. Just see which one you like yeah. the best and we'll put your order in. Yep. Yeah, there should be a lot of bows there. And that's that's something that I always tell new guys is if you are new and you're wanting to get into it, the best thing you can do is go shoot a bunch of bows. Because I, I mean, there's bows that I don't, they just don't shoot good for me, but you might shoot them great. You know, right. it's kind of a, a lot of traditional is a feel thing. So mm-hmm. being able to go and feel them and shoot them and see which handle you like and this and that. Um, yeah. It's going to be yeah. hard for me not to want to get another one too, but I'm not going to my bracelets. I'm not going to do it. I got some things I'm going to get, but I'm not going to get a new bow. I, I've had four shoulder surgeries and I'm finally back up to my normal bow. So I'm just, just going to take it yeah, easy. Yeah. Don't screw it do up, anything yeah. crazy. So, okay. So that's pretty much covers the expo, doesn't it? Anything I, else? I think, um, we, oh, crew. Uh, there is a photo contest, by the way. Uh, oh, sorry. I should photo contest. Yes. Yeah which means show up with your photos. Um, oh boy, I'm shooting off from the hip here because I forget all the categories, uh, but it's like uh, traditional harvest, uh, tra- trad life, uh, outdoor life, but all of them had to happen within the 2023 year. Uh, just take a picture, put it in a frame. You don't even have to put it in a frame. Just take a picture and print it off, bring it in. If it's a cool picture, you'll win. Um, Wait. And that's yeah. something Idaho does every year at their banquet, you were saying, They right? do, they do. So that's you know some one of their traditional things that we're bringing along with us um, so it'll be cool and we'll have some novelty shoots there too which again is what idaho does so uh not putting on any, any pressure on them to organize it but <laughs> we'll, we'll have we'll have a little bit of shooting other than just testing bows <laughs> yeah yeah okay and, so photo contest i just text chris about the score thing i forgot to ask him before we did this too <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so okay. the thing uh, bring in your head and horns and have someone measure. Yeah, um, yeah. That's not confirmed yet, but we might have that there for you too. Yeah, we might. Um, be awesome next year to have a, and this is going to segue into what we're going to talk about next. But to have a photo contest for the for the trad hunts, like a, a specific right. one, you have to be, you have to have a traditional archery tag in your pocket. Bam. That'd be pretty cool. For a yeah, it would. Yeah, maybe next year we'll do it. Now it's this year. Okay, Thank so you. cool photos. And is there, there there's prizes for the yep, winners? Yep, heck yeah, okay. yeah. We don't have contests without prizes. Of course we do. And, okay, and I don't know. We're in the, we'll be at the Pendleton Roundup. It might involve some Pendleton whiskey and along with other <laughs> things. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, all right. Well, if we think anything else or Chris texts me back, I'll get on that. I just, and not to put you on the spot, maybe we should have talked about this before, but we didn't. Great. Um, I would like to just give a little brief on the history of TAO and kind of where we're at now um, because I just feel like it's not known enough. All Like TAO has been so involved for so yep. long. Well, in Oregon, and have... I just, I just, I just, and and your dad was a big part of the beginning, right? I mean, yeah. pretty close to the beginning. Yeah, was he right. there? Was he there at the first meeting? Yes, when he they was. Decided? Yeah. So yeah, so, maybe you could just run down about what you well know, when your dad and and Dave and everybody was, you know, so, sitting by the apple tree and then told not to eat the yeah. apple, and they did. No, no. Uh, yeah. So there was there was a meeting of in 1984 at I believe it was at Green Valley Archers of 
I don't know, 10 or 12 people sitting around saying, look, man, these compounds are starting to get a little bit too technologically advanced. And this is 1984. Hey, man, they were visionaries to see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like we need to start kind of, you know, reining it in or they're going to start cutting the Department of Fish and Wildlife is going to start cutting back our seasons. So we need to maybe put some rules around what is a, a bow because, you know, the seasons yep. are based uh, based on a stick and string from, you know, 1950 or whenever it was, whenever they put the seasons. And then all of a sudden yeah. we started getting, you know, wheels and sights and releases and everything else. And it started, uh, shots started getting longer and longer and longer and, yeah. you know, more and more harvest. And so, hey, this is starting yeah. to get a little out of control. I and again, 1984. Just... I was just looking, um, you know, Chuck Lynn at, at Pope and Young yep. last year brought those old 82 bow hunter, Oregon yep. bow hunter books that he made. And, yep. And I I'm was just looking for it. But yeah, he, right he, had a, he had a little, a Q, uh, kind of a QA in there about, about, yeah. they, they were worried what's going to happen when the bows can shoot so far and the seasons are going to get yeah. cut. I mean that was in 1982. Yeah, and I'm, so, I'm paraphrasing, but but it says something. <laughs> up. Hey, once shots get out to 100 yards, they've told us they're going to cut our seasons. Yeah, and um, you think I don't know. Thank goodness I've seen we, we passed 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't think that's definitely the norm, but right. No, but it, no. But that time that they were talking about is is here now. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. Like it it took a while. It's here now, and if they wouldn't have been there the whole time, you know, we wouldn't really have a leg to stand on, right? So, mm-hmm. but go back to that. So they're sitting around and they're talking about, okay, we got to do right. something, right? We got to do something, and uh, so it was trying to bring, you know, to, to talk to the entire Oregon, you know, archery community and say, hey, let let's set some stand or not standards, let's set some rules around, you know, let's limit ourselves. And, you know, there was a lot of infighting saying, nope, I, I like my compound. I want to do what I want. And we're mm-hmm. and uh, traditional guys. There wasn't even traditional at the time. It was just recurves longbows uh, say, well, we think we need to, you know, put some rules around this. And so, boom, there was a little bit of a split and not a little bit, a lot of a split there. And uh, traditional archers of Oregon was formed. And by the way, if you'd like to learn more about that, we'll have the TAO. It's called the Oregon Archery History Museum will be at the expo, um, yeah. which had the whole story and pictures about how uh, TAO started, plus um, little like shadow boxes of kind of the legends of Oregon, um, like Bill Sweetland, um, B.G. Thompson, Chet Stevenson, uh, you know, among others. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a like I said, when we... Uh, well, Oregon, to go back to that, because in those shadow boxes, there's some cool pictures... Uh, what was the can the ranch that was at Canyon Creek or the Williams cabin? Ranch. Williams, Williams Ranch, ranch yeah, yep. at Williams Ranch, which was in um, a bow only area in this in Canyon Creek over in Eastern Oregon, in it, and that was the first archery only area that was set aside for hunting west of the Mississippi in 1935. 35, 36. Yep, yeah, right yeah, yeah, and uh. So it was kind of, um, as far as I understand it, you know, this is almost 100 years ago. Uh, if you would come hunt the ranch, 
it was like uh, customary to leave an arrow there, like a hunting okay. arrow. And so nice. from what I understand, Howard Hill hunted there, Fred Bear hunted there, um, along with, you know, dozens of other people. And we've yeah. got in the museum, I'm getting a little goosebumps here, actually talk about it because I get excited. <laughs> uh, in the museum, we've got a lot of those arrows. You know, we were able to save them and salvage them. Or not we, yeah. uh, it's a long story, but it, Oregon's got them now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can go see the arrows and the broadheads like, I don't know if any of you guys out there are broadhead collectors, but you'll drool over this collection. Like it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Uh, think about the broadheads they're using in 1935, and we've got them from, you know, dozens of archers from back then. And everyone lit, left their arrow and signed it, and it's it's a pretty cool little setup we've got. Yeah. So awesome. come check it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love walking through it when I go to commission meetings there in Salem. It's yeah. always pretty cool. So. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll have that on display also. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. For sure. So. Your dad, Dave, who else was there? That uh, Rourke Brown, Alan Boyce, Rourke Brown, so uh, Carson, uh, Carson's dad. Yep, yep. Um, shoot. Well, Carson, Chad, Chase's dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't leave them out. You, uh, you I tried to call Carson. Yeah, he's too yeah. busy for us. We get um, him on here. But th there's actually a picture from that first meeting in the museum, along with everyone yeah. that was names listed on there. Uh, and I feel bad for leaving out the other seven people, but you know, they were there. I'm so strunk, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta. I need to get John Strunk on the podcast too. He, mm -hmm. He's one of those we've always been gonna get in person, and we never did. Well, uh, guess what? He'll be at the expo. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I won't have time to do no podcast, but maybe still can. <laughs> so yeah, they started this back in eighty, you know, forty years ago. Right? Forty years ago. Yep. And uh, mm -hmm. and they've been showing up to every meeting and 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 fighting all along the way and and it's just pretty cool and sad to well, see some of them go but it's just it's super cool because I can go into these meetings as our field governor and I can just lay it out like look we've been coming here for forty years telling you this <laughs> is going to happen like what what are you you know it's true yeah I mean honestly uh, I, I feel like. Uh... They were kind of waiting for some of our membership to die off, and then they'd they'd quit hearing from us. But guess what? Yeah, we're still <laughs> we got here, we got a new crew coming in. Yeah. So Chris says we don't have a score yet. So okay, well we can't tell you to bring your bring your horns. There's not going to be a score there. Do not bring your elk racks unless you just want to show them off. If we like to yeah. see big I deer now. Sheds too. But uh, yeah, because of all the, getting back to the the beginnings of TAO, because of all their efforts, we've had a traditional only mule deer hunt in Eastern Oregon for the last twenty four years. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Like yeah. we're we're really starting to get a push now for more uh, traditional hunts and limiting weapons in the field and so on and so forth. But Oregon has had a traditional only mule deer unit for over twenty years. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that's another thing that people, most people out west, don't even know that, you know. And even, right. you know, Utah is going through a process right now where they actually had proposed doing a study and taking a couple units and using traditional archery and and you know, mm -hmm. Compton and me and Chris have been super involved in that the last couple of years, and and in all their public meetings, they're always Oh well, we're 
they're just going to wound everything. And they, they, they list out all these things like that's not going to happen. We have examples, you know, like we have. Exactly. And so my, yeah. my point is having those already in place is huge for us, you know, yes, like because, in the future. And it's. That's and the thing is nobody wants to precedent they want to be like oh well what have other states done and see how that yeah, worked out yeah and guess what yeah we've been doing it for 20 years we can tell you exactly how it worked out <laughs> yeah yeah and you know? it works great it's it's bow hunting it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> it's, but apparently chris hasn't figured out but yeah so so yeah we yeah. we uh yeah we were able to use basically what they did and we're we're trying to keep it going so if you aren't a member, even right. if you live in Kentucky, TAO, you should join and Compton. You're probably already a Compton membership. And I don't like these, these organizations need your help. I mean, they don't have that many members. They don't have a lot of people helping. If we didn't have Riley, we'd be hosed, man. It's so much work to run an no, it, archery organization. It, Bob called it every day being like, hey, where are we at on this? Where are we at on that? Like, mm -hmm. oh. So well, I got a list of ten things to do, and Bob's done eight of them. I guess I better do the other two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But for real, so yeah. Um, just wanted to let everybody know a little bit of the history of TAO because it's pretty darn cool. Yep, for sure. And honest, and seriously, if you come see the the museum, which again was a, a Dave Doran spearheaded that project, it's it's pretty balling, man. Like that yeah. collection is cool. You know, and, and Dave, it's not only his collection. Dave apparently, and I and I came in and started helping out TAO when I had my Heart Mountain Antelope tag. I went to Dave's house and he helped me out. You know, kind of told me that I was on my way down there, and so like I knew him and talked to him, but I didn't. You know, unfortunately, we lost him to cancer a few years ago, and and it's like, man, you don't get to sit down and talk to those guys and really, you know what I mean? It's like, you miss that opportunity. Yep. It's so, yep. so, but, but I guess what I was saying is I heard he used to go, he went to like every, every commission meeting every year and he would just try to get him to ban the compound bow. <laughs> <laughs> just legitimately. That was, yeah, you guys couldn't have those. Oh, it's just funny. Like you <laughs> never give up. I love it. Yeah. That's the definition of an old crusty. That was Dave Dorn. And, Nancy's going to be there, his wife, and she's going to have mm -hmm. a bunch of his old bows and stuff here, right? That's right. Yeah. Is that the plan? Yeah. And, and just to tell you, just to give you an idea, like, she's not like, hey, can I have a table? Because I want to sell some of Dave's old stuff. She's like, can I have four tables? Because I got a whole bunch of his bows and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if you're looking yeah. for a piece of archery history, you better show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. Heck yeah. Well, hey, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Real short podcast. And here we probably, I don't know how long we've been on here. Hopefully it's recording, but <laughs> it's been a while. Jane's a loser for not showing up, but that's okay. Carson is too. But Ooh. I think we covered at least some stuff. So if you guys have any questions, if you have any questions, if you look on that flyer down at the bottom, I think it has Riley's number on there. It does call, have my phone number. Yeah. Or I mean, go to Traditional Archers Org and Facebook page. Basically, if you post on there, I read it. You know, so yeah, you can just even just start a brand new post that asks a question, and I'll see it and I'll answer it. Um, yeah. Same thing with Idaho. I'm you know they're pretty attentive to their stuff too. 
so Idaho Traditional Bowhunters Facebook page, Traditional Archers of Oregon Facebook page, tradarcheryoregon.com is where you can register. Uh, there You can contact us for email there as well. And uh, don't forget to go to Compton just to check out what they've got. Compton Traditional Bowhunters, they, they've got a good deal going there. Yep. That's my phone. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you guys there. Yeah. Can't wait. Thank you.